Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Kale Nguyen, and today is part two of four of the foundations and first steps to starting your six-figure lawn care business. Um, today, we're talking about Lambos, Rolexes, and mansions, which is basically just getting in the right mindset. Uh, this one, I, I talked about mindset in part, was it part one of the six-part series? Uh, what was that? Man, that was like five or six weeks, well like eight weeks ago, so like two months ago. It's been a while, guys. Man, we've been out here hustling for a long time. But uh, I, I talked about it for a really long time, and I think it was going to be really good to return to it and just kind of talk about when, when you're building this business, and a lot of times there's not going to be a lot of people around you doing other productive things. People your age are just, you know, trying to drink as much alcohol as they possibly can, hang out with their friends, play video games, look at social media, that kind of stuff. And how do you find a motivation that goes beyond that, like your friends and, and all this stuff? It just, just finding something that's going to drive you to new heights. Uh, five steps to the mindset and bank account of a winner. So let's get right to it. Number one, find a motivator. And this has to be said, and you do have to find another one and another one. Because when you achieve these goals that you set out and your original motivations, you have to find another one. You have to pivot. And you have to say maybe the first one. The first one is you want a girl, you meet her, great, married kids, boom, pivot. What's the next thing? Car, you get the car, boom, pivot, house, pivot, this, money, pivot, beer, pivot. And we're going to walk through real quick. So so a couple of options for finding a motivation, a couple of things that will motivate you. Anyway, uh, the first one's going to be fear, fear of failure, fear of mediocrity, fear of poverty, fear of rejection. Um, one of the things for me is I'm really afraid of being kind of like my, not like necessarily my parents. Um, in the, you know, they're good people, super nice. Uh, they love Jesus. They're, they're on the right path, but they're not super financially successful. And that's something that I really am afraid of becoming just kind of a normal person. And the same with like becoming just a normal person like my peers. I just see them do nothing, basically nothing. It seems like they're kind of enjoying themselves, but I don't, I don't want to be there. I want to be an adult. Like I don't want to enjoy teenage years just because they're teenage years. I want to enjoy, you know, adult things, cars, um, a spouse, a house, you know, lifestyle, all these things. And if I'm a teenager, when I do it, great. If I have to sacrifice my teenager year, teenage years to, to pursue this goal so that in my early adult years, I get to start enjoying it, I'm more than happy to do that. And it, it's a huge motivation for me. And I'm really, really afraid of not achieving my dreams. I've got some big dreams, but if they don't happen, it's just, just so discouraging. Recently, we've been we've been not quite hitting our income goals, and I was like freaking out. I was like, "Oh, if this happens, it's a domino effect. I can't get this, 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 this. I can't live the dream, the life I want." But um, that's a huge motivator to go out, increase our, our profitability, go get more jobs, go incentivize the guys better, that kind of stuff. Um, another one is anger. If you're weak, if you're unattractive, if you don't have friends, a lot of the times you're upset. You're like, "Dude." You don't even know how awesome I am and you should be my friend, you know, but then you're angry kind of at yourself and, and at others. It's like, you're just not the kind of person people want to hang out with. And you're like, I'm going to change that. You know, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start being more social. I'm going to start, you know, making more money and that kind of stuff. Or maybe people talk down to you and that upsets you. Listen, you're, if you're a kid, a teenager or a young person, people look down on you. They talk down to you. They don't treat you well. And if you want to demand respect, or at least have have some sort of clout. Like some people, they don't know that you run a business and they, they don't know that you have this. So they disrespect you. And then everyone else walks in the room and they're like, shoot, you just disrespected him. You have no clue. This guy has this, this, and this. And they're like, oh, shoot, I should not have treated him that way. If you want to have that, it's, you know, it's a huge motivation to say, I want that. 
and um, you know, I'm going to build this company. I'm going to build my vision, and I'm not going to let anyone stand in my way. If, like I said, if you aren't respected um, or if you're beaten. So actually, a story is I was I was texting back and forth with kind of sort of like an acquaintance from my old job at Wegmans, and he roasted me over something. And I tried to get him back with some technical terms with accounting and all this stuff. And uh, he knew all the terms. And I was like, I was like, oh, I can't beat him. I was just so mad that I, I sat down and every day I would spend 45 minutes reading the most technical business book that I could find, which is a small time oper operator, sorry, small time operator by Bernard B. Camera. That's where I learned a lot of the legal stuff that I know today. It's where I learned a lot of the tax stuff I know today. It's where, you know, like I learned a, a ton of different like practices and stuff, how that works through, um, through that book and I just sat down and read it. I was like, I haven't actually read this book because it was boring, it was super technical, but I went out and I did that because I was mad. I was mad that I lost. I was mad that I didn't know more than him. But now guess what? I'm sitting back, I know a lot more than him and it's all good. The other one could be money, maybe you want toys. I love, I love ATVs, UTVs, dirt bikes. You know, uh, my brother's really into RC cars and those can be considered like a toy, a couple thousand bucks he spent on a car. That's like 1,500 bucks, but a, a good chunk of change on a car. Um, you know, lifestyle, maybe you want to be able to, to wear designer clothes. Maybe you want to be able to at least wear just like nicer high-end name brand clothes. Be able to eat out once in a while. Be able to uh, go on a decent vacation. And, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, you just want to be able to do that. And you're kind of inhibited by, you know, the lack of money that you have. Or you want to have experiences. You want to drive exotic cars. You want to become... Uh, really good at, at racing, you want to go skydiving, you want to go maybe on vacations. Uh, personally, for me, I can I can say some of my goals. Uh, I love anything that you can drive. So I want, like, basically one of everything. I know some people are like, you're unrealistic, blah, 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 blah. You know, where are you going to put all this? I've designed, like, literally a pole barn where I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to have, like, at my house, paved, like a little racetrack. So I'm going to have, like, a race car, like a racing Lamborghini. I know it sounds so stupid. Like, I'm going to have a Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo. Okay, guys, if you want to get technical, that's what I'm going to have. A um, couple of snowmobiles. I want to mod them out a little bit, wrap them. I love the winter. I love driving snowmobiles. It's so much fun. Sport bikes, I'd really love to have a couple of, of good, sweet, sweet sport bikes. They don't have to be crazy, crazy fast, but just kind of some exotic, good-to-look-at bikes. You know, by the time I'm 30, you know, 35, and I can drive these, you know, I can afford these things like really and, and to be dishing out like $50,000 on a motorcycle, I probably am not going to be into killing myself in a tunnel at 180 miles an hour on this 300 pound, you know, motorcycle, Probably not going to be into that. But uh, it's good to have that stuff too. UTVs, I really, really, really like. Can-Am has some great stuff. Polaris, I love the Razor from Polaris with the turbocharged engine. Can-Am has like this four seat UTV rear engine. It's so sick. And I've seen it and like, I actually went on the website and I spec'd it. I actually have a list somewhere around here about how much everything costs that I'm going to do. And I like dialed it in. I'm not going to say how much it costs to, to live the lifestyle I want. I do want a yacht that I can put a helicopter on. I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. I want to learn how to drive a yacht. I love yachts. So sick. Uh, big house. I'd like to be able to build a $50 million house someday and on the water that I can put the, the yacht on and have the helicopter on the yacht. And uh, yeah, I mean, some, some, that's just some of the crazy stuff. I'd also like to have a 50 car collection. Uh, I've, I've actually put all the cars in there that I want to have. A couple, I've reserved some spots for some one-off cars. I'm guessing that they're a couple million bucks a pop. I want to have a $150 million car collection. All this kind of crazy stuff. And those are my goals. And that drives me forward. But, you know, that can only drive you to a point. Same with fear, it can only drive you to a point. Same with anger. 
And then the other one is um, a girl. <laughs> this is kind of an awkward one to talk about on the podcast, but I do I do really have a desire in my heart to find a good godly wife who's very, very attractive, and I have very high standards for that. And that's just kind of a dream of mine, to have, have an awesome, beautiful family, and um, it's a huge motivator because every every day when I get up and something wastes my time or some stupid little thing and average this, that, the other thing, I get distracted. I just think about if you are going to take this from me, if, if I'm going to waste my time on this, then I am, it's being stolen from her. It's being stolen from her and my future family. And I will not let anyone beat me to the point that I cannot give my future wife and my future kids their wildest dreams. If I can't do that, if I can't, if, if, if they are, if that happens, their dreams, not only is it my dreams, but their dreams are being taken from them. And, and kind of sequencing into this a little bit, you do have to find inspiration, but if it's always about you, if it's always about the money that you want to have, the, you know, you're upset with other people, you're angry, you have fear. If it's always about you, then you can stop. You can say, you know what? What's the worst case scenario? I live an uncomfortable, unhappy, bored life. No one else. I'm not hurting anyone else. I'm not disappointing anyone else. It's just my life, right? No, it's not. It is, it is your future wife, your future spouse's dream life too. They're going to spend so much time, effort, and energy. They're going to fall in love with you. And you know what? You owe it to them. You owe it to them to work your tail off now so that they can live their dreams alongside your dreams. And your dreams can become one. And you can go pursue that. So that you can raise your children well. So that you can go help people on a bigger scale. Listen, when you don't win, when you sit around for one more day... It's not about you anymore. It's not about your fear, your anger, your desire for money. It's about other people and the fact that you are letting them down. Not only are you letting them down, but you are robbing them of the opportunity to live a better life. Live a life, you know, maybe with, uh, you know, live in eternity with, you know, in heaven. And you need to donate more money and you need to, but you need money to be able to go on this mission trip and do this, that, and the other thing. And you are allowing your laziness or other people's stupidity, or other people to outsmart you and outwit you so you don't have the money, so that you don't have the life, so that you don't have the foundation to go help other people, you're nothing. You are no help to anybody. And you need to recognize that it is not about you anymore. It is about other people. And when you go beyond that, you will find a motivation that it's it's beyond, it's beyond, um, it's beyond anything that you, you can do. It's beyond any any excuse that you can make. I was listening to an interview with uh, with Shaq Shaquille O'Neal, the a very famous basketball player, and um, he said that every time that he was on the court, he's just an absolute beast at basketball, yeah, and he'd be shoving people around and all this stuff. He his mentality was he wanted to give his his mom everything, and every time that someone shoved him, blocked him, this that and the other thing, they were taking his mom's house. Like you're not gonna take my mom's house from me. You're not gonna my mom. I'm gonna give my mom everything. Don't take her car. You're going to take her car, her house, everything. If I can't perform and beat you, then I cannot afford to give my mother the life that she deserves or the life that I want to give her. Okay, find an inspiration. Find motivation beyond you. Obviously, fear, anger, money, that can be, those can work fantastic. They've worked for me before. But I'm finally reaching this top gear, the sixth gear. I'm, I, I put it in sixth gear and I floored it. And I'm going for it. And I can't be stopped because the motivation is no longer about me. It's about other people. 
and I don't want to lose sight of it and become alienated and not talk to people and, you know, hide my little hole as I work really hard for them. And they're like, I just wanted time with you. But right now, I haven't, I don't know if I've met my future wife. I don't, I don't, definitely don't have kids. I'm building this life for them. I'm building this for my parents so that they can retire someday. I want to build this so that my siblings, if they need me, I will be there for them. If they need an investment in a business that they're starting, I could literally just give it all away to them and then give them the resources to go build this thing. I wouldn't be able to do that and I can't do that if I'm so lazy that all I want to do is sit around, and watch YouTube videos, scroll on Instagram, read some stupid books, think so highly about myself, work out, all this stupid little stuff. It's not about you. You need to find strength and motivation beyond you. But if all you can think about right now is how you're afraid of being like your parents, of being rejected, of being mediocre, of being poor, of failure, or if you're angry at people, or if you're angry at yourself for being un, you know, unexceptional, or you really have this deep desire to have the Lambo, the Porsche, the life, that kind of stuff. That's fine. Start with that. But you want to, you will want to find a motivation that is, it's no longer on you. And that's why a lot of the guys out there who actually the year they get married is their best year in business. Best year in business because it's no longer about them. Kid, boom, even crazier. That's why these guys in their 40s are crushing it, not in their 20s. Because it's a different level of motivation. All right, so I took a long time on number one. Now we're going on to number two. Let's consume quality content. Obviously, the Motivated Lawn Care Show is where it's at. Run YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and we have a newsletter. There's all, all, going to be all the links in the description below. There's a, there's a couple of other uh, lawn care podcasts that you should be checking out. The Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. Really, really solid one. He talks a lot about numbers. Not super duper important numbers are like the most important thing in your business to keep you going. I don't spend enough time with numbers, not as much as I should. I do like numbers, but sometimes it's painful to look at. Um, Brian's Lawn Maintenance uh, on YouTube and Fullerton Unfiltered podcast on like podcasts. Um, this is Brian Fullerton. He has a, uh, you know, the YouTube channel. And all that. It's, it's named different things. But if you're listening to podcasts, Brian, uh, Fullerton Unfiltered, YouTube, uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, terrific content, super easy, easily digested. I say I consume his his, uh, his content the most out of uh, out of like all the lawn care stuff. Um, and then the Green Grind with Corey Ballard, super good. The guy's built like a $20 million company. I mean, he's just crushing it. He's got a podcast, fantastic. Um, and But you have to also find other things. If you have other interests in maybe sports, you wanna go into uh, sports management, or you wanna you know buy a sports team someday, or you wanna have a car dealership, start a business, uh, sell courses, training. I don't, I don't know what you want to do. You know what you want to do. And maybe if you, you haven't, you need to sit back and say, what do I really want? And we're going to get to that a little bit later in the in the podcast. But find people who are already doing, just one or two mentors who are already doing what you want to do. And like the next step beyond even lawn care, because this is just a stepping stone to the next thing. I mean, if you want to go build a $20 million company, go ahead. This could be your end all be all. But there's not a lot of people who have done it. And you have to listen and consume the quality of you know, the content of the people who've done it. And you should be obsessive about everything they say, do everything they say. But a couple of people that I listen to that are kind of in in the uh, personal motivation and then like a little bit of real estate and finance, uh, I listen to Ed Milet, Ryan Pineda, Robert Kiyosaki, Grant Cardone. I could go on for, I have, uh, there's a bunch of people that I listen to. But so they've got really good content. It's, you know, mildly entertaining. It's just so quality. Every day, and uh, I'll actually get to this next section, I have a rule that I have to listen to one podcast every day. 
and it's made me so much smarter. It's kind of like so many different ideas have come into my mind. And when you don't know what's out there, you just don't know. But with this, I do know. And they're giving me the information. They're giving me resources too. Fantastic stuff. Consuming quality content. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, podcasts, all that stuff. Find people. Find find digital mentors. Number three, uh, create constructive habits to fall back on. I mentioned this in the last section. Even if you're bored, uh, maybe you're caught up with work and you're like, I don't really have a motivation to go on to the next thing or, you know, I'm all caught up. I could just chill here for a second. Excuse me. Or you're sick or you're just out of it. You know, you don't have the vision mode on. You're not ready to rock and roll. You have to have five things every day that you have to do. I don't care if you're on vacation, sick, bored, out. I don't care. You have to have structure that if even if you are on the road, even if crazy things happen in your life, you're always improving and moving in the right direction. Okay, these things are going to be as follows. I'm going to I'm going to give you what I do every single day. The five things that I do. Number one is I work out five times per week. Generally, the duration of the workout legs day is probably the shortest one. I, I will only work out for 30 minutes because I can barely walk afterwards. Uh, I think the longest one is biceps and chest day, as you do, which you've probably seen pictures and videos of me. Pretty swole over here. I work that for probably about an hour to 65 minutes. Um, and I do that five, at least five times a week. I'm thinking about going to six times a week. For a long time, I did seven days a week. Uh, recently, I've just started uh, going a lot harder on during those five days, but I might go to six, I doubt seven, but probably six days. Um, but that's, that's a non-negotiable five times a week I have to work out in some form or another. Uh, 30 minutes of reading a day. So I'll read, I just finished, what was that book? Uh, Launch. By Jeff Walker, incredible book, guys! Incredible book. Uh, what else am I reading now? I read the Four Hour Workweek, that was good. Uh, I'm also reading Ed Milet's book, The Power of One More. I'm reading Ready Fire Aim. Uh, Flip the Script, Orin Claff. I, I, I read for 30 minutes a day. Fantastic books that I've heard about. I just go out, just buy them, just buy them off Amazon, dude. Like spending a, a little bit of money on you know on this, this thing that's going to be so important in the long run. Like I mentioned earlier, also, uh, I listen to a podcast today. Generally, the podcast like Ed Milet Show, Ryan Pineda Show, uh, Rich Dad Show, uh, Grant Cardone has some good stuff too. I also do 300 crunches a day. So that's how I, I keep the abs in good shape and it also helps like support my lower back, getting on and off the mower all the time, doing a lot of squats with heavy weight, that kind of stuff. Just really helps out for me. It gives me structure too. Like even if I sit inside all day, you know, I'm sitting here just recording podcasts you know, editing videos, that kind of deal, I can still like feel, I can still go to sleep because I'm a little bit tired out and it just kind of keeps me in shape even even the times when, you know, we're not eating as healthy and we're out and about and uh, eating out a lot or whatever it is, just gives me a little bit of structure. And then the last one is five minutes or more of devotions every day. So every day, first thing I do when I wake up, use the bathroom and, uh, and uh, read the Bible. I'll uh, generally work through like a book in the Bible. Just read like, uh, you know, a chapter. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Think about it. Think about what it means. Pray about it. Bing, bang, boom. I'm out of there. Um, those are my five things. So workout, reading, podcast, crunches, and devos. And that gives me a little bit of structure. So even if I'm sick, you know, and even if, or if I'm bored, I don't have anything to do, or I feel overwhelmed, and I don't know how to get ahead uh, overall, just kind of in life with personal growth. That's kind of what I do. And, uh, you know, especially it's really helpful just constantly learning. All right, number four. Work hard, but reward yourself and take a break. So be sure to work hard. Obviously, that's a huge part of it. It's kind of the gateway to uh, to real success is, is working hard. It's kind of the bare minimum. 
but you also have to set rewards for yourself, like saying, you know, when I do my first $10,000, I'm going to buy $150 shoes, you know, or I'm going to buy this other little gizmo or gadget, video game controller, I don't know, like a, a new phone. If you, it's like, I get to 20000 I get a new phone, you know, I get to $40,000, I buy myself a car, you know, and then even as it goes on from there, like 100000 you buy yourself, you know, a jet ski then. Uh, $200,000, you buy yourself, uh, I don't know, like a sports car. You can get creative with it. Like, reward yourself. But remember, don't reward yourself before you get results. And if you don't get the results that you set out and you said, I'm going to do $100,000, if you didn't do it, you don't get the reward. Don't reward yourself. You're training your brain um, that it's okay not to reach your objectives. And obviously, that could be an issue. And then number five, create a vision for yourself. Make yourself at 20. What kind of car do I want to be driving? House? What's that look like? Lifestyle? Experience? Toys? You know, wife, kids, how many kids? When am I going to have kids? 20, 25, 30, 35, 40? When am I going to do this? How much is that going to cost me? Um, who do you want to help? Uh, you, you just want to plan it out and say, at age 20, I want to be driving, you know, an Audi. I want to have my own apartment. And I want to be able to spend money on the gym, two or three vacations a year, traveling with family. And I want to go skydiving once. And I want to buy a snowmobile, right? At 20, that's a pretty realistic goal. In fact, it's, it could even be a pretty conservative goal. You could have a Porsche. You could have your own house. You could, you know, go on a couple vacations a year. I mean, you just have to be smart about it, obviously. But just come up with a vision. 25, what's that look like? Are you married? Kids? How big of a house do you have? What kind of car does she drive? You know, you have a pool? Like, like what's all that look like? You need to figure it out. And then you need to break it down and say, that means every year I have to do this. And you say, well, this year, what do I have to do? Um, for me... Next year, it's a goal of mine to buy my own home. Uh, it's going to be an apartment, like a little apartment. So it's kind of like a house hack. So basically, I'll actually make money. I'll, I'll be living there and making money to live there and have my own place. That's a goal of mine for next year. I'd like to buy a Porsche next year. Uh, it might not end up being a Porsche. I might just get a BMW or an Audi or something else. Uh, I don't know what that's really going to look like. But, you know, that's a goal for me next year. And I just think, how do I want to live next year? I definitely want a motorcycle. I want to learn how to drive a motorcycle. You know, I want to be good at boxing. I want to learn how to do boxing. Uh, I want to have my own house. I'd like to be going out with somebody by then and uh, pursuing like a more serious relationship, maybe marriage, marriage in a couple more years after that. Like I just have a vision, very specific vision for that. You know, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. I could tell you, I could walk you through exactly my vision, but you need to come up with your own vision. Cars, house, lifestyle, experiences, toys, all this stuff. You need to just, just sit down and write it all out. Just write it all out. Say, this is what I want. This is really what I want. Now, imagine if you're 20 years old driving a Lambo. Dude, that's crazy. How much does that cost? How much does it cost a month to finance that? Well, it's $5,000 a month for you know six uh, a 60-month finance. And then maintenance is another couple thousand. And this is a couple insurance, a couple thousand. And this, and boom, 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 boom. You're like, okay, well, every month, how much is that going to cost me? It costs me $12,000 a month. Okay, well, if I'm making $12,000 in, in expendable income every month, I could spend on a Lambo, Great. You know, how long is it going to take me to do that? How big does the company have to be? Do I have to, you know, take my long care money and go invest in real estate on the side, continue to build this thing, then sell it, buy more real estate, then move into real estate full time, and then by 30 have a Lambo? Like, what does that look like? And then think like, dude, could you imagine a 30-year-old showing up with a Lambo? Dude, that's crazy. I don't even really know anyone with a Lambo, let alone a young person. That's crazy. So you just come up with a vision, and I know it's, it's hard because you, you might overshoot yourself and just be like, dude, I want a billion-dollar house. When I'm 30, you know, but think how cool would it still be to end up with a, a million dollar house at 30? That's still a crazy thing. 
Um, so I would I would say don't set crazy goals, but have stepping stones to get to those crazy goals. All right, I could talk all day about this. Obviously, I've, I've almost talked all day about it. We're at like the 25-minute mark here. But I just want to recap um, the five steps to the mindset and bank account of a winner in this industry and just overall in general. Number one, find a motivator. You can go with fear, anger, money, girl. But it's better if you have a motivation that's other than you, future family, people you want to help, that kind of stuff. Uh, number two is consume quality content. Always good. Garbage in, garbage out. Uh, quality in, quality out. Number three, create constructive habits to fall back on. Some days you don't feel like it. You just got to have habits that you've just done for so long. It's just second nature to you. Uh, number four is work hard, uh, but reward yourself and take a break. Remember to reward yourself. It's really important. Don't, don't, don't kill yourself. Like dying is not a good option. Most people are like, oh, I want money, 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 money. But if you don't take care of your body, when you get all that money, you're like, oh, I can't move. That's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. Uh, and then number five, create a vision for yourself. Guys, I hope that really helped. It was really good. I love I love talking about this kind of stuff. I could talk a little day about it. Super important. And obviously for my journey, it has, it has been, you can see, like I do like all the things that I just said. Okay, you're not gonna get there if, if you don't have something, some, some. If you're not throwing a log in the fire, it's not gonna burn. Like you need something, and you need to walk through this. So that being said, please give us a five star rating. Follow below. It's always good to hear your feedback. We are on the social platforms: Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. We also have a website, which is gonna be like the top link in the description below. Go check it out and go subscribe to the newsletter. Super high quality stuff. Um, I think I'm, I'm throwing it out there every Sunday, like a Sunday at eight, so that on Monday morning you wake up, you read it, you get hyped. There's an exclusive uh, private YouTube video that you're gonna get access to that you wouldn't otherwise get access from, from like the main YouTube channel. Only subscribers get access to that. Um, and I always have like great guests, great content, just exclusive stuff that's gonna be really helpful. And it's free, it doesn't cost you any money. Just go to the website, subscribe to the newsletter. That being said, I really appreciate the listen. Again, reviews, follow, and I will see you guys on the next podcast. Peace out, Girl Scouts.